Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us at our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a patron member and get even more exclusive access to Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and welcome to American Polly. This podcast, if you will indulge us a little, is going to be our precursor for Valentine's Day since it's coming up quite soon. It is. And we, are you ready for this, Matt? I, I think I'm ready, but I, I'm not 100% sure. I'm batting my eyelashes. I can see that. <laughs> this one is all about love. 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 Love, love, love. It's a great topic. It it's is. Valentine's There's Day. been a bunch of movies written about love. Movies written. Written. Acted. Acted. Move, well, written. they still have books written. Movies acted. Books, <laughs> books written. Yeah, you still have to write some of the script. Screenplay. Yeah. Songs, Sorry, baby. I'm calling poetry. you. Poetry. Raking you over the coals. It's very yeah. loving. I know. I mean, there's just been so much lit- written about it and um, right. over the years. And yeah. And this is a, a break from our normal podcast. This one is not so much about swinging or not so much about poly nope. relation. I mean, you do have love in swinging and you do have love in poly, but we wanted to talk about. Wait a minute. Is there play involved? In the episode tonight? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's room in here, darling, if you want to. There is room. That chair looks pretty sturdy. It is. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. We have both been in relationships before that have failed. Yes. And we have both had our hearts broken. We have both been devastated and had to pick ourselves up, learn how to love and show emotion again to someone new. Well, I think that we've both, we've had to kind of relearn and reprocess things. Right. And process through everything that we've been through Mm -hmm. and then kind of rediscover ourselves again. Yes, exactly. Um, It's been a a learning process and a learning curve Mm -hmm. all over again. Right. Because it's a strange new world out there. (laughs) You know what's crazy is uh, I remember... What a difference it was when I had been dating my ex-husband and then after we divorced and I was back out in the dating world again and there was no social media the first time. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's that's just stressful. I mean, I feel sorry for teenagers today because if I had to grow up in a world of Facebook in high school, I don't know if I'd have made it. Right. I'd be well, tenderhearted that, for that just stuff. All of these other weird social media sites that have oh, popped up, you know. Instagram and all the pictures and anytime you do anything wrong, everybody knows about it. And right. That's stressful. But yeah. anyway, and it's, and it's, it's crazy. Great. It's great, though, for the swinging community. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it is. It's wonderful to be able to connect and, and meet people that way. But uh, it's it's a little bit nerve-wracking when you're dating. <laughs> this is true. Although you do get to stalk people pretty easily. Well, not, not that I would ever do that. Ever. 
You're batting your eyelashes when you do that. No, no, I didn't do that. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. But so Matt and I have both read um, a book that really helped us, and that was The Five Languages of Love. Right. We we both have read that book. And we were commenting uh, earlier today on how that book has really shown us how to project our emotions and feelings for each other. Yes, this is true. And how to receive them. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only that, but just to understand each other's love language and kind of how they, how we both can, we share similar love languages. But mm-hmm. like for me, for example, I, I like uh, quality time and I like physical touch, mm-hmm. but that's not the love language that I project. No, not at all, which so, is a good thing because what you project is what I need. Right. So it, it really does. And I think that I keep in mind that what I need to give you is what I, is different than what I need to receive from you. Right. And I and I, sometimes I wonder if maybe this is where couples struggle a little bit because you think that you need – you some sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in giving what you want to get. I think that's where a lot of people get kind of screwed up on things is right. because they they think that, well, hey, I need quality time and I need physical touch, so that's what I'm going to give my partner. Mm-hmm. But your partner might need something totally different. Exactly. They might need words of affirmation or they or, might right, need gifts, acts of service or whatever. But they you, you have to remember to project what your partner needs in a good in a good partnership. Right? If exactly. You want to give you have them. To, well, yeah, you have to actually talk and actually figure that out mm-hmm. together. And, like, and we've had to do that. Right. Yeah. For instance, when Matt is showing me how much he cares about me, he does things for me. He will do a honeydew list for me or he will, you know, if I feel like something isn't I want something done differently or I want a shelf hung or I I mean lights there's something the, wrong with my car. Or <laughs> lights in the backyard. Oh, yeah. I wanted patio lights across the backyard. And so he got up on a ladder and strung them all over the place. And now I have 70 feet of, of patio lights. So. Right. It looks so cool, though. It does. It looks beautiful. It's so pretty. I never turn them off. Right. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, for me showing him the depth of my feeling, I – I could look at this man and tell him how much I love him, tell him how handsome he is, how sexy I think he is. But that's not going to go nearly as far as me showing him, touching him, hugging him, holding him, snuggling together on the couch, you know, spend taking the time to plan cooking dinner together and watching a movie together and just spending that time focused on each other. Right. Which is going to be what he needs. Which, I mean, I think for you too, though, that some of that is is kind of your love language as well. Definitely physical touch for sure. I mean, it's, you can tell someone and give them lip service, but then showing them takes action Mm -hmm. and actions are more expensive than words. This is true. So I think that that is something that I try to keep in mind when I'm thinking about our relationship and thinking about do I give him what he needs? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, speaking personally, I think that you do give me what you need or what you give me what I need. I should say, <laughs> um, it'd be a trick if I could do the other, huh? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, you wouldn't need me for much. Well, you have some appendages I really like. Mm. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. 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 You got nothing there, do you? I, I was going to say Now you're just thinking about your appendages. I was thinking of earlier. This oh, yeah. Morning. This actually. morning. Hmm. Yeah. I, I had to tell you, morning sex is the best. It's pretty damn good. Right? That sleepy, snuggly, warm under the covers that leads into more. That's just pretty, pretty passionate. It was pretty damn good. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me all flushed. Whew. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> but no, I think it's I think it's good that you talk about those things. And I think mm-hmm. it's really good that uh, that we recognize those things. Yes. And that we can verbalize like, hey, I, I appreciate you doing this. Or, hey, this is important to me. Right. And I need this from you. Right. Or and, for me to tell you, you know, like an act... Like in acts of service, it can be you being present for something like, hey, this is happening and I really need you to be there for me. Yeah. I need I need your time right now or or I need you to show up for something or whether that show up is physical or mental. Exactly. You know, like if there's been times that I've been just had to be there for you, not right. not do anything, but just physically be there. Just be present because I needed the support. Yes. So and that's that's something that, like I said, it can, it can be physical. It can be mental, too, because there are times when we have crappy, crappy days. Right. And the world is literally on fire. Yeah. And that's when I need you to be there for me. Well, you've done the same for me. Right. Yeah. So, and I think that those things are important and it's good to, like you said, it's good to talk about this, but not just once. Right. It's good to reaffirm, this is still what I need from you. And this is, is this still what you need from me? Well, yeah. And it's, it's good to be able to recognize that and not have to ask or be told to. Mm-hmm. Right. And relationships are ever evolving. They are. They don't, they're not just like a switch that flips off and on. They're, there's something that grows. It's like a tree, right? It just evolves and grows with time. Well, I think too, I think for some people though, it's, it can be a light switch. Boom. Mm. It's always on. You know, it's just, it's there. It's like a lamp on a table. Right. You know, it's always there and it's always on and you don't do anything to foster it. Yeah, but I feel like those kinds of relationships, the switch can get flipped too easy. I, but I'm trying to use that as an example. Oh, sorry, darling. No, no, it's okay. That's all right. But I mean, I think where you don't put the effort in and you don't, you know, you don't mm-hmm. go in. This is a really bad analogy, but you don't go in and clean the lamp. You don't go in there and, and dust it. And, you know, when the bulb gets flickery or whatever, you change the bulb and, you know, you don't do those things. You don't do anything to foster that relationship, to grow it, to, to do the things that need to be done to keep it. To make to, it thrive. To make it thrive. Right. And I think you're right. I mean, you know, relationships are always changing. They're always evolving. Things are, you know, there's always challenges and obstacles to overcome. But there's also joys and excitement and mm-hmm. new things to find out, you know, right. about each other. Right. So this all stems back to, I think it was our third podcast, which, oh, my goodness, I want to tell our listeners, go back and listen. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was before we updated our audio and we don't sound quite this good. But the content is stellar. The content is stellar. Yes. And I remember that was kind of echoing. We're like, should we re-record? And we're like, oh, man, I don't want to lose this content because it is difficult to re-record something and make it. As genuine as it was the first time. You just, you lose a little stuff. I think you do. I, I think you do we, too. We try to clean up our audio as best we can, but I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you get you get the first recording every time. The only thing we do is just make it 
as clear as we can. So yeah. this is take one and only take one. Right. We, we try to yeah. capture everything and the magic and the moment and everything and give yeah. it and present it to you as it is. It is because it is difficult to recreate. But if you go back to that that third, I'm pretty sure it's the third episode. It's all about communication. And it is. I know we stress that. We probably mention it in every single podcast every time we record, but you can't talk too much to your partner. Unless they're sleeping. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll let you sleep once in a while. You get six hours a day. I know, right? That's all you get. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry, darling. Matt is one of these amazing people that on a, like a Sunday morning can sleep until like 10 o'clock. And for me, my eyes are open at 730 and it's like, okay, now what? Coffee. Okay. I made the coffee. Now now it's 740. Right. <laughs> and Matt's not awake. And yeah. I go in and look at him. Nope, still not awake. <laughs> it takes me a while to get going sometimes. But you get up so you get up early all the time. So it's it's only fair that you get a day where you get to sleep as long as you want. I just wish I could. I don't know. I don't. I mean, some, I do wake up early, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? It's Sunday. I'm going back to bed. Oh, I can't fall asleep. I just lay there and think all the things I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. How come every time I wake up, you're just sitting there? I'm on my phone doing the, <laughs> doing the things. I'm doing the things. <laughs> my goodness gracious. Well, we hope that that little talk about love can help you guys remember to talk to your partner and remember to ask the questions. What do you need from me? Do I give you what you need? Are you happy? You know, are you fulfilled? And right. make sure that they're asking the same questions for you, that you get what you need so that your relationship can thrive. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's really scary. Sometimes it oh, can yeah. be really scary to be, hey, look, I need this from you. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that your partner is on the same page. Right. And you can say, you can talk to your partner sometimes and tell them, hey, I need this. But if you don't articulate exactly how you need need mm-hmm. it and how you want it, that kind of transcends a little over, doesn't it, to other things? Kind of does. <laughs> it kind of does. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. You've but, got to articulate. And, and I'm guilty of that for years. I was guilty of not asking for what I wanted. Or, or or just saying, hey, I need you to be more present and right. not really saying what that, how does that look? What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. And and there's ways to approach that where you're not sounding like you're condescending or angry or that Demanding. you're blaming or laying guilt. But you're just saying that, you know, you may think when you do this, when you do this, I feel this is right. a great way to explain it. Yeah, so when exactly. you when you do this action... This is how I perceive that. Is that what you want me? Is that what you're thinking? Or am I wrong? And if I'm wrong, then how do we how do we step out of that box? Right. So, And I think the important thing is to recognize how you're talking. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Calm. Yeah, calm. calm. Yeah. And if uh, just be able to don't kind of be accusatory. Right. Like, well, hey, I need you to be more present. What do you mean by that? Exactly. You know? that's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's a not, very... That's a very general statement. It is. But it also is going to put the other person on a defensive. It is, too. Really quickly. That's why I think the whole, when you do this, I feel this. Yes. Because you're telling them, this is a specific action that you do, and this is a very specific way that I feel. Yeah. And so that can help them understand where you're coming from rather right. than to just lay something there. I don't like general I don't like general statements. Yeah, but I mean some people might be intimidated or they might be nervous about saying mm-hmm. exactly what sure. they feel. Yeah. You know, 
it could be a situation where like, hey, I want you to strap me to a bed and I want you to have your way with me. And I want you to use this toy and that toy and a right. flogger and whatever else. All right. Now we're talking. Yeah. That, that's but, specific. I love but, it. I, yeah. But I mean, you know, and but maybe when it comes to feelings, they really harder. struggle of being like, hey, I really need you to be more present with me and I need you to do X, Y, Z. You know, I need you to call me on your way from work or I right. need you to like, hey. I um, need you to put your phone down when we're eating dinner together. Yeah. I don't want, I want to talk to you. I want to, right. you know, let's, I mean, have, let's little... have a new rule. No phones at the dinner table or whatever. But that specific action, because you right. can say, well, when you're on your phone the whole time, I feel like you're not interested in hearing about my day and I want to know about your day. And exactly. So that gives an, a, a solution right. to a problem. Right. Because so, I think that saying, you know, you're, I'm not getting what I need or I'm not happy is if you don't tell the, the other person what you're needing and be specific about it so that they can try to, to you know, give you what you want, then you can't it's, – it's kind of hard for them to be like, oh, well, okay, I'll be more present. I'm not sure how, but I'll try. <laughs> you right. know, you got to yeah. give them a solution. Yeah, if you don't give them any right. – you just give them one direction, you know, it's That's like – hard. It's very difficult yeah. for them to understand exactly what it is that you want. Like if I said, Matt, I just need you to do more stuff for me. You'd be yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I would be like, okay, do you have a list? Do you, what, do you, what do you need done? Uh, exactly. But, right. You can't be so general. So No, you can't. I love that you gave a specific fantasy. Because, see, that's one of my arguments is, you know, in this in this lifestyle when we, especially sometimes we meet new couples, I'll be like, mm, baby, what's your fantasy? What's your ultimate right? fantasy? Right. I mean, that is difficult sometimes. Yeah. And, because... then, and then I'll get an answer back like, I want to have sex outside. And I'm or... Like, or I want a threesome. Right. It's like. Well, what kind of threesome? Right. Well, who do you want to be involved? Well, right. who's going to do what? Yeah. Because when you visualize. What do you want to happen? Exactly. In your head, when you visualize that fantasy, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on that you're not saying. And yes, that's, there is. that's the part that I want to know. Right. Because I want to know what I can do to please you. And I think that's what's interesting is that some people are very vocal. They know exactly what they want. They know exactly how it's going to happen. They have, they have the whole scenario played out in their head. Mm -hmm. But when it actually comes to asking them, you have people that will be like, they'll divulge everything. And then other people will be like, yeah, I just want a threesome. Okay. Do you want? Three guys, three girls, two guys and a girl, two good, two. I mean, right. how many different combinations can I come up with? <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, you know, there's a lot of different possibilities. There, oh, I know, so. right? It's it's just a it's it can be amazing if it's. I think that it does go back though to being afraid to ask for what you want. Yeah, it so. it does, and I think though that the the important thing is that uh, is that sometimes you have to you really have to to take a leap of faith right. almost. And be like, hey, this is what I want. I want you to do this or I want to make this happen. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, not only in couple relationships, but you can also take these same things that we've talked about tonight and apply them to your poly relationships. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, even For sure. Friends. I mean, it gets even more in-depth and intent and, and intense. Sorry, I'm... My words are all crazy tonight. In poly relationships, because you have, you have a triple dynamic. Right. So yes, knowing how you receive love, knowing how you give love, knowing what the other person needs to receive, and you have two people that need to receive equal amounts of love from you, and they may receive it in different ways. Sure. And so, 
they may give it in different ways. It's it's a lot of communication. Right. If you think you communicate a lot in a two-person relationship, a three-person relationship is even is probably literally triple. To make sure that everyone is on the same page and to make sure that everyone is emotionally supported. Yeah. I agree. I think that uh, you just have to – the more partners that you bring into your relationship, the more that you have to be willing to put yourself out there. Right. And be really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, you um, know, this is also something that we talk about with our quads, mm-hmm. like our quad relationships that we have. We we need to know what they need. Exactly. Do you need daily contact from me? Do you need me – you know, what What are you looking for? Because swinging is so broad. It, and it really covers the gamut. I know that when we were originally thinking about, like, podcast names and stuff like that, we were just – we were really struggling to come up with a good name that – Doesn't – like shoeboxes. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. And that was we, – we are more than swingers. I feel like we are more than swing – we are more than casual swingers, right? Yeah. But we are – Neither one of us are in a poly relationship at the moment. Correct. But I have been in one in the past, and we have definitely considered that direction, Matt and I have, with people that we've met. If the relationship worked out, if it grew to that direction, we've considered it. So I do think that we wanted a name that kind of was cohesive for all those things. Right. Or inclusive. Inclusive of all Yeah, those I things. think inclusive is a better word. And I don't know if we've ever talked about like, you know, how we came up with our name or what I don't think we have. No. I don't think we have. So um but yeah, that's that's where we that's kind of where we fell when yeah. we were trying to come up with a name for the podcast. So. so I would like to really quickly, if it's all right, just to invite our listeners to chime in on our website, shoot us an email if they'd like and feel comfortable. Or on the blog. Or on the blog Mm -hmm. and say, hey, you know, this is kind of how, what love means to me because I think it means something different to everybody. Yeah. It it really, really does. And reading those statements about what love means to each one of us can really help you understand your own dynamics and other people's and it, it really can, it can bring home the feeling of love so much more than as than I love you. Right. We use the word love. It's a very overused word. I think we it, say it about everything. Right. I mean, like, oh my gosh, I love this food, or I love this dog, or mm-hmm. I love, you know, I love shoes. I love shoes. I love this. I love that. <laughs> you know, uh, I love lingerie. Right. <laughs> Matt loves stockings. I do have a thing for stockings. <laughs> But it is an it is an overused. I'm sorry. Word. What were you saying? Right, you're yeah. you're off in left field now. You're just yeah. thinking about fishnets. Yeah, well, not even fishnets, <laughs> just stockings in general. So, like the lacy band across the top. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Are you thinking about black stockings or new? Mm. And are there I, it are there garters? The, oh, there has to be garters. No, there has to be garters. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Any color will do. Mm. It's good to know what your guy likes. <laughs> yes, it is. My goodness. So, yes, but please do reach out to us. If you have a comment or if you want to tell us what love means to you, we would love to hear about that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, I hope everyone has a very wonderful, fulfilling, and hopefully titillating Valentine's Day. Titillating? I know, right? That's a good word. It is. I was going to say pleasurable, but I mean. Titillating is way better. 
Yeah. Has some of my favorite things in it. What was that? Oh, man. I just, I just <laughs> wanted you to say it. That's all. <laughs> all right. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to American Polly. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. And you can also support us on our website at American-Polly.com.